Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. It has been a long time since I set a theme for the whole show. So today we're going to talk about four movies related to social issues. Some of them are very serious. Some of them are just big problems. So this week's episode is going to be a little bit serious. But these are all problems that we need to think about. So let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about, and see what social issue we're going to discuss. Math. Aftermath of a violent tragedy that affects the, the lives okay? of two couples、uh, in different、so. ways. The placement of the table is good. Do you have the tissue box? Of course. Oh no, no, no! Put it in the center. It looks freaky. The first new movie we're going to talk about is a Hollywood movie, Math. Just like what the introduction said, the movie's about how the lives of two couples were changed because of a shooting incident on campus. The whole movie was shot in a room with one table and four characters. There are different emotions, including anger, sadness, frustration, and it all happened in one afternoon. If you've been following the news, you will notice that this year, 2022, ranks top one in all the shooting history, whether on campus, at supermarket, at church, wherever you can think about. It's just so scary. Gun violence has been a very serious problem in the U.S. This movie is very powerful and sensational, I guess. It touches the taboo in the U.S. and tackles it with real situation, presenting a journey of healing with sadness, anger, and acceptance. Although it really is a good sign that there are people who make a movie out of shooting incidents, you may still wonder: Can the nightmare of losing your son be healed? Just after such an abrupt meeting, and the regret and hatred of the shooter's parents, are they able to let go? This is really difficult for both of the families. I translated a video a few weeks ago. It's a campaign called the Lost Class of 2021. The advertising agency invited two gun promoters to give speeches at commencement at a high school. The thing is that there's no such high school, and because they told the two speakers that it's the rehearsal, they didn't doubt the fact that there's no student down there at all. But actually, the number of the chairs sat there were. The exact number of the students who were supposed to graduate that year, but was killed in some shooting incidents on campus. So, if you care about this issue or you're interested in how families like the victims and the shooters can heal each other, you can go watch Mass this weekend. Now, let's move on to the second new movie we're going to talk about today, Missing. Following the death of his wife, Santoshi had sunk into depression and death, much to the consternation of his daughter, high school student Kaede. 
To ease their debt, Sandoshi tells Kaede he will track down a serial killer and collect the reward. But Sandoshi disappears, and Kaede must find out what happened to him. What appears to be a familiar mystery narrative takes unexpected turns into the depths of human emotions. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a Japanese movie. The introduction reminds me of a Korean movie I've seen, The Witness. So basically, this movie discusses the issue of witnessing a murder. If you witness a murder, would you call the police or not? I believe most people, at least most normal people, would call the police, of course. But the dilemma is, what if the murderer sees your face? If you call the police, would you put yourself in danger before the police catches the murderer? But even if you don't call the police, are you sure you wouldn't put yourself in danger since the murderer already sees who you are? The director of Missing filmed his very first feature film in 2018. He sponsored himself to film that movie with only 1 million NT dollars, and it was critically acclaimed from 6 movie theaters in the beginning to more than 50 movie theaters in Japan. He also won a lot of new director awards that year. Recently, he cooperated with Disney Plus to film the very first original suspense thriller Japanese drama, Gannibal. So you can imagine how good a director he is. And the movie Missing is based on a true murder incident in Japan. The story is about a girl who's looking for her father who left home. But she only finds out a young man who looks like the serial killer, replacing her father's name. So she decides to find some traces of her father from this man. After reading the plot, I was so shocked. I mean, the daughter is so brave. Does she never want to call the police? Well, maybe she does, but she also wants to find out something herself. But that's just something so scary, too scary for me to find out. So what she does is she goes to the place where her father works and she shouts her father's name. But the person who answers looks exactly like the serial killer on the bulletin board. Missing sounds like an exciting movie and if you're interested in this kind of topic, you can go watch Missing this weekend. Before we move on to top 007 and discuss two other movies related to social issues, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3, Everything Everywhere All At Once. Top 2 was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And Top 1, Top Gun, Maverick. There aren't many new faces on the chart this week, but let's see what we have from top 7 to top 4. Top 5, Downton Abbey, A New Era. Do I look as if I turned down a villa in the south of France? The last time. Top 4, The Bob's Burgers Movie. Oh my god. Louise, don't go down there, it's dangerous! Ah! Ah! 
Did you mean to wave your arms all over? There are only three movies from top seven to top four this week, so we can imagine that it's a little bit crowded from top three to top one. And there's no new face on the chart, but I'd like to talk about the last ten years, which I already introduced last week. As I mentioned last week, this movie talks about a girl who finds out that she has an incurable disease. And she only has ten years left to live, so she decides that she's not going to fall in love. She's not going to let people worry about her, feel sad for her. At her class reunion, she meets the boy back in her hometown, and as you can imagine, a romantic relationship begins. This movie, The Last Ten Years, is not only a romance. Because it's based on true story, so when I saw the introduction of this movie, I wondered if one day I'm diagnosed with an incurable disease, and the doctor tells me I only have ten years left to live. What would I do? I think, of course, it's really difficult for someone who's only twenty years old to imagine that she only has ten years left to live. But at least it's better than、uh, cancer patients when they realize that they only have certain amount of time left. Usually it's like one year, half year, three months, like that. So I think ten years at least you can plan well. And whenever we discuss questions like this, there will always be people who say, "Oh, I'm going to spend all of my money." To travel around the world, things like that. I mean, I also think traveling the world is good. But I would say, if I still have forty or fifty years to live, I may not travel the world. So if I already know I only have ten years left, I'm not going to do something I might not do in my regular life. I probably would save all the time for my family and friends, because I consider myself a person who prioritizes family and friends a lot. But there's always sometimes that you would do something else rather than gathering with your friends and family members. So I think that's what I would do. And also, I think I'd like to get married. I'm not a person who thinks that people need to get married, but since now I have someone to marry to, I don't want him or myself to regret before I die.、Uh, that would be in ten years. So I hope at least I can enjoy marriage while I still can. If it's you, what would you do? Please share with me. Wow, time really flies. Now the last section of the show. Let's check out what we have from top three to top one. Top three, everything, everywhere, all at once. What's happening? Jurassic World, Dominion. Genetic power has now been unleashed. Top two, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I sacrificed everything, and it meant. Top one, Top Gun. Maverick. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. 
Yes, there are four movies from top three to top one this week, a little bit crowded. And the new face is Jurassic World Dominion. So as usual, this is the one we're going to talk about. You may say, "Wait, I thought today's about social issues." Yes, we will talk about that later. But now, let's talk about something relaxing. When the director wanted to shoot this movie, his original goal was to use as many mechanic dinosaur dolls to shoot, and that's the reason why there are so many lifelike dinosaur characters in the movie. Not only because visual effects are actually more costly, but because it's much easier if you can solve all the problems with actual shooting. That is true. You know, look at Tom Cruise. And in order to present the real dinosaurs, director and the design team consulted experts a lot, including dinosaur behaviors, their habitats. Whether some dinosaurs have feathers on them and their physic, etc. So Jurassic World Dominion really is an ideal movie for dinosaur lovers. But back to social issues. Just like Tom Cruise spent 36 years to release the sequel to Top Gun, the Jurassic series is also a work that expands 30 years. From Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park in 1993 to the second episode of Jurassic World, something disastrous that would change everything happened. So now we know basically the whole series talk about stories that happen in a world that changed forever. Therefore, Jurassic World Dominion as the finale of this series is telling us that. Human beings need to respect the power of Mother Nature. If we keep ruining the nature, we will go into extinction, just like the dinosaurs. So yeah, Jurassic World Dominion is a movie talks about social issues. It talks about environment. Actually, I wanted to watch it last weekend, but because the ratings were too low. I decided to give it up. But if you like dinosaurs, or you want to see how the director tackles it with environmental issues, you can still go watch it. And I've heard from people who love Jurassic series, you will still feel happy watching it. It's just not a good movie. But I hope you like this rather relaxing ending, since this episode is so serious. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show, and remember to tune in same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.